Hello, everyone, and welcome to our podcast, Big Bites, where we go over episodes of the best TV show on Earth, River Monsters. Because, JP, you know what they say about Big Bites? What do they say about Big Bites? I don't really know. I thought you were going to answer that. (laughs) (laughs) Falling at the first hurdle. Mm, Five to guess. Oh, Big Fins. Oh my god, the biggest. Yes. Okay, sorry. We we coordinated that earlier. (laughs) (laughs) And then I miserably failed. Um, So so my name is Maria. I'm JP. Okay. Um, And JP, just briefly, how are you doing on this five five day? I'm doing fantastic. It's been a good day. A good solid day. Fantastic. I got good sleep. I got good work. Um, And you know what? What more could I ask for? And then you gotta record this. Oh my gosh, the best moment it's of my month, even, probably. My, my life, honestly. Life, yeah. Yeah, I will say, um, we did record an episode before this, and I will, and thankfully the weather is a lot better than it was last time. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why it was bad. The weather. <laughs> no comment, no comment. Not because uh, I don't know how basic technology works at it's okay. all. okay, <laughs> who does in this, in this lifetime, you know? Nobody. No. Nobody knows how the internet works. Yeah, uh, the internet, a laptop I've had for years, you know, yeah, nothing nothing works, nothing's functional. Yeah. Yeah. Just like me. Yeah, exactly. Um, I need pills. We have so much in common. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hopefully your pills aren't um, on back order or in short supply. Oh my gosh, that's terrible. That's that's a big, not mine. Okay. But like, so... um, well, it's the main, like, ADHD medication. Wait, Adderall? Yeah, I think. Oh, seriously? I do take that. Oh, well, just FYI. There's been, like, a massive Adderall shortage for, like, a year. Oh. Oh, well, it hasn't affected me. Yeah. Well, the student health services, like, the pharmacy Damn. is out of it now. Yeah, just FYI. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> we're monsters. Anyways, take care of yourself and your mental health. Um, yeah, this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, except not really. Um, <laughs> what is our fish of the week? Yes, um, so now on to the actual topic at hand, which is uh, the alligator gar. Mm. So Jeremy does this amazing thing where he doesn't actually lead with the name of the fish, right? Mm. Um, he starts with uh, my favorite part of River Monsters this episode, which is a reenactment. Wait, what were your what were your initial takes going in? What were your preconceived notions about alligator gar? Like, what did you know about them? What did you think? What were you excited to learn about Jeremy Wade today? So, so first off, I I grew up in Connecticut, so I did not know anything about the alligator gar uh, before watching this show. So I I had no preconceived notions except. Maybe the alligator gar would resemble an alligator of some oh, sort. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They do both have teeth, you know? Yes. And, and a long snout. I actually have been in the water with alligator gars before. Oh, really? I've seen them before. I have family in the deep south, you know? Okay. Been to the Ozarks, swam with them, you know? Maybe slap one on the bop, one on the head, you know? Little tiny babies. <laughs> just a little bop. Yeah, just a little bop. I didn't know it was there, you know? Yay. Just accidental. Uh, so, they do look very creepy in real life, but... I'm sure. Like, the sawfish? Yeah. I had a weird fascination with sawfish as a kid. Oh, I thought you were going to say you also bopped a sawfish on the No. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I used to be really obsessed with sawfish and megalodons. Interesting. Yeah, I was a big shark gal, but then also, yeah, the, the, the... Big bites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big bites. Exactly. The sawfish. (laughs) Well, it freaked me out, but you could see the teeth outside of the jaw. Or, like, you know, it doesn't need to open its mouth for you to see yeah. the little One thing about the alligator gar that I did understand looked a bit creepy was their little teeth. You could see them all, you know? It uh-huh. was very grimacy, you know? Yeah. They looked like uh, they need to go to the dentist, you know, orthodontist, and some braces. Or d- did they? Because they were pretty sharp. Like, I don't think they needed... No, but they're, like, a little complicated, you know? They're, like, little scary needles. Aren't we all a bit complicated, though? Yeah, for real. <laughs> So how did we start this episode? Yeah, so we started with uh, a reenactment, which is one of my favorite parts of River Monsters. Honestly, the best part. The best part. Uh, And so Jeremy Wade starts talking about the Deep South. And from the beginning, we immediately know two things. One, that this TV show was catered to the American audience because it just talks about the Deep South. 
it well, doesn't say yeah what a what oh, a I feel so <laughs> like uh, emotional yeah I mean how does it feel being completely average like this this audience I feel targeted special and I don't know it, today was a good day right yeah yeah today was a great day we're the targeted audience for this uh, amazing show so again just just an improvement and then also so one that this TV show is catered to Americans, and that too, uh, Jeremy Wade has no idea about anything about the American South and how it functions. <laughs> he has no clue. <laughs> um, so yeah, so so we we go to this reenactment of these two kids heading over to a river. They both have sticks in hands, and uh, they're. I, I initially didn't think the girl had a stick, so I, I went on a bit of a feminist rant, but it's okay, there's equality in the show. They both have sticks. Yeah. So in May 6, 1932, in Louisiana, all I wrote, I didn't write a name, but there's this girl with her brother, and she's stabbing Granger. the water with a her, stick. Her last name is Granger. Oh, they didn't even give her a name, did they? Yeah, they did. They did give her a name? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. was her Elizabeth Granger. Oh, I gotcha. Yes, yes, yes. Very American. And the, and the area is Lake Pontchartrain. I'm so sorry, Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but they don't give the guy a name. The boy? Yeah, because mm. this is a feminist show. You can tell by all the male fishers. Oh, I thought you were going to say by all the women in the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. That's you. That's you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I think one of the fish was a girl. Yes! But that's a spoiler! That's a spoiler! Don't give it away! Oh. And I mean, in, in, in the fisherman's defense, the boats are all women, right? Mm, like, yeah. like, fishermen love to wives. name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Beth, Beth, Sue. The, um, so anyways, this girl gets just chomped on the foot, you know? Oh, and, uh... Then the boy goes to the doctor and says, Yes, they hey. suddenly, it's a 13-year-old and a 9-year-old. Yeah. And they both know to go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. And the doctor is like, oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it sounds like an alligator guard. And the boy's like, sure damn it is. Ew, it's an alligator guard. And then that kicks off the suspicion, the episode, the fear, all of the everything in the alligator gar into one because apparently it's a bit baddie that needs to be dealt with and who else can deal with it but Jeremy Wade. Jeremy Wade, exactly. And I do want to note, they do this terrible reenactment of the injury wounds in her skin. Oh, that was nasty. And that was, yeah, if, if you have that, you know that fear where you, you're afraid of holes? Oh, like lotus pods and stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. Tryptophobia. Uh, Just saying, if you have that, I would avoid this, <laughs> avoid this episode because <laughs> I don't have it. And I was still like, oh, it was pretty, pretty mm. disgusting to see. Uh, so, so yeah, so, so we have that reenactment. And Jeremy, again, uh, big bad Jeremy, he is coming, coming to the south and he mentions that this creature is as vicious as a shark and as large as a gator. And then as he's saying this, there are these close-ups of these big ass fish. But still still in the episode, he does not mention the name. And he clearly has talked to a lot of fishermen experts. And there's this amazing shot of this one guy who just says, make sure you're strapped in. And that's how I feel like when I approach river monsters with my friends and I talk to them about it. I'm like, you got to make sure you're strapped in <laughs> before you watch any episode. Seatbelt, check. Goggles, safety goggles. Goggles, check. So, zip ties, check. <laughs> yes, zip ties are a must when you watch river monsters. Uh, so, so Jeremy talks about the fish and then we get the lovely river monsters intro where it shows a man struggling in the water, following some sort of, followed by some sort of fish jaws that move closer to the camera, and then we get the classic River Monsters logo in the bloody water. Bloody, so bloody. It has to be bloody. It can't just be murky. Look, fish swim in water, right? Blood is water, kind of, you know, hand in hand, you know, adds the fear. Yeah, add, adds to the fear. Well, the whole entire point of this show is to lure people in with fear 
only to teach them that the fish is not nearly as dangerous <laughs> as, as initially perceived. Um, so, so, so we get the logo, and then we have this amazing close-up of, as, as I like to refer to him, our, our Lord and Savior, Jeremy Waite. He's behind some sort of fogged window. Did you see this? Did you, did you notice this? He has, he's behind some foggy oh window. Wiping away the water yes. in the glass. LMAO, <laughs> yes. quote unquote, condensation. That's what I included. Yes, and then he, so he, he wipes it and he looks into the distance very clearly refuses to look into the camera and he disappears in the background because after that because he clearly has shit to do and the shit that he needs to do is fish for the alligator gar he he does his whole spiel about putting his life on the line to catch these monster fish and that the alligator gar is no exception and he says that fish are not just monsters because of their size but because of their attitude and he pulls up this amazing book. I don't, I don't know again if you noticed it, but it has like the American flag on the cover. <laughs> Which, <The> translator. <laughs> oh yeah, for context, uh, we, we haven't mentioned this before. Jeremy Wade is maybe the most British person you've ever met. Mm-hmm. He's clearly from the south of England, grew up in fucking Dorset or something like that. Like mm. a very, very posh British man. So he knows he knows nothing about the South. I would it's my dream actually now thinking about it to imagine Jeremy Wade in a Waffle House. Wow, I thought you were going in a different direction with that. <laughs> but can you imagine it? Jeremy Wade in a Waffle House. Hmm. Wait, uh like what type of Waffle House? Like, like what a, specific uh, brand? Like a Denny's? No, 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 like Waffle House. Like Waffle House? Like the brand, like the, oh. the, the Waffle House. The... I had Waffle Barn. <laughs> I've been to a Waffle Barn. I've never been to a Waffle House. You've been to a Waffle Barn and not a Waffle House? Yeah. There's a Waffle Barn <laughs> in my hometown. <laughs> okay. Okay. This is, this is, I feel like, something that we definitely need to probe into later. But Waffle House is like a chain mm. across the South. I've and never it's, been there. But but it's I mean honestly not I Cracker Bell. I love Cracker Bell. It's actually underrated. Although I did my grandma did get food poisoning from there once. You know, uh, live fast, I am. Honestly, yeah. I would I would die for the hash brown casserole of Cracker Barrel. Plus, I just love the kitsch that comes with the gift shop that's outside <laughs> of, the, of the, <laughs> the restaurant. Like I just I've definitely seen a kid puke in the gift shop. Oh really? <laughs> Is that how we met? Oh, <laughs> uh, maybe. What were yeah. you doing in Illinois like ten years ago? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I was just vibing, clearly uh, getting excited and hyperventilating and vomiting in a Cracker Barrel. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, t-shirts. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah. Well, I just love that you can eat a bunch of shit for seven dollars and then go and buy a Woodwick candle. And you don't, it doesn't need to be separate transactions. It can be one transaction. I forgot about that. Yes. So, so, but back to Waffle House. It's like an Ikea. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, but like, again, if you you could buy your food, yeah, yeah, if you could buy your food while you buy your furniture. Ikea, get your shit together. Come on. Yeah. What the fuck? Streamline the process. I want food and furniture. Yeah. I want to pay for it the same. I want to have the food first with the guarantee or the reassurance that I will ultimately pay for said food at the cash register. Yeah. Yeah. Meatballs and mocha brown couch. Although I will say again, peach pancakes at Cracker Barrel with the hash brown casserole on the side. Oh my God. The closest Cracker Barrel is an hour away, I checked. (laughs) (laughs) I have looked this up before, Um, but- Oh, oh. Back to the pickiest fish in existence. Yeah, sorry, we're we're really we're really <laughs> going on a tangent here. But but anyone anyone who knows Waffle House, please just imagine again the most British man you can ever think of at two a.m. in the like two a.m. in the morning, uh, at a Waffle House, and I will let your your mind uh, wander as we get back to the alligator car. So he no. the opening shot right is him fishing in Texas. Oh, wait, wait, you're missing the maps. 
where he talks about the history of the attacks. Oh my gosh. Sorry, this is important I though. Forgot. I'm so sorry. This is very important. Because, yeah, you, you honestly should be. Um, but he he says that the alligator gar uh, have existed on the earth for a million years because their body armor, which has protected them from dinosaurs, and they have a specific thing that their fish scales are made of, and I think it's I can't remember how it's pronounced. Ganuin, Ganuin. And that alligator gar are the largest of all gar, can be up to 10 feet and weigh over 365 pounds, and they used to inhabit all of North America, but now are largely within the South, which leads to the locations on the maps. And Jeremy has identified, aka production has identified, several cases of vicious alligator gar cases in the Deep South. And he says that multiple experts say that Texas is where you can find big alligator gar, if you noticed, they pinpointed where all the alligator attack, gar attacks were. None of them were in Texas. <laughs> they were they were in Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama. There was not a single one in Texas, which I found uh, very very interesting. And again, I think speaks on the fact that Jeremy does not understand the South. And, but he, they focus on Texas because he then goes to the Trinity River in Texas to catch some alligator gar, which it leads to our scene of him fishing. Now, I found it. Uh, I actually, so I love to keep a tally of some of the trends, some of the patterns I find fascinating in each episode of River Monsters. This week's uh, one of them, I'll bring up now, is Whack-Ass Names. Okay, yes. now we, I, uh, there are several people we are introduced to throughout the course of this episode, one of which is now in the Trinity River. His name is Bubba Bedre. We also meet Bobby Fly. We also meet Mark Malfa. And if those aren't the weirdest names all in the same exact freaking episode, oh, oh. And Gary Sarage, or like Sausage. Sarge. <laughs> I can't remember. I did make a comment about Bobby Fly. I thought that was a pretty great name. I, 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 I love the name Bobby Fly. Especially because he's a fisherman. Mm. Like, you know, a fly fisherman. Yeah, yeah I, I thought that that pretty fly for a white guy. Uh, that was my opinion on Bobby. But back to Bubba, because he's the first guy that we meet. And when they go fishing, it's on the boat with the big fan in the back. The only time I remember something similar is like with Avatar The Last Airbender, where they had the swamp people with the similar boats. But if you're going to the south, you got you got to get on a swamp boat, right? Yes, but they have this again amazing close up of Bubba in his shirt steering the boat, and he looks like he's in fucking Game of Thrones. He, it's like he's in a throne. Truly, it's the best. It's the They're most amazing. High, aren't they? Yes, yeah. but then he's like his posture is perfect. He's like stood up perfectly, and he's just like adjusting this thing, <laughs> and it literally looks like he's on a throne. Oh my god! It's incredible. It's like the Iron Throne. That's beautiful. Yeah, it was. I loved it for him. I I thought it was a this an amazing shot, and they. I I do want to note. Uh, He's exactly how you would imagine a fishing expert to look like or dress like. A white guy that looks like beef jerky. He's not that old. He doesn't look that old. Mm. I think he looks around like 40. He did look a little toasty from what I remember. Oh, they, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Jeremy's actually looking a little toasty too. He's definitely, <laughs> yes. Again, <laughs> aggressively British. But I, I feel like if there's anything I've learned in River Monsters is that if you have a khaki hat and some sort of those intense sunglasses with the polarized mm. lens, then you can become a fishing expert. It also is very 2000s as well, now that I think about it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But, but it, has I just, to be khaki. it definitely carries on to this day. Yes, definitely, mm. definitely. So Bubba is an expert bow fisherman, which we talk about, they talk about later as a technique that's used for catching fish that you're gonna make trophies out of. Mm. And it's literally exactly what you'd imagine with a bow. It's literally like an electrical bow that they they shoot an arrow into the fish. 
It's so aggressive. Multiple times during this episode, they harpoon the fish with these fucking bows. Yes. And it's quite graphic, surprisingly. It really is. They're showing these, like, gruesome wounds and stuff of these humans and things, and then... And then you see, oh, at one point, this was towards the end of the episode when they're struggling with the big old gar. Uh, spoiler alert, they catch a big old gar. And they're all like, okay, we're gonna tag it, see what it's doing, and then we're gonna release it unharmed. Meanwhile, they literally take a drill gun, drill through the scales, like at the top of its, like, <laughs> top of its fin? Yeah. Like, like underneath where, and it's like bleeding profusely pin like a tag to it and set it free unharmed quote unquote oh my god yeah so this is where i get my belief in fishing which you'd think i'd be very pro fishing considering that uh i am part of a river monsters podcast uh but i i don't know how i feel about catch and release because ultimately what you're doing as well and maybe alligator gar this isn't really the case but if you release a bleeding fish back into the ocean or the water or whatever, it's just a big old signal saying, hey, I'm pretty fucking hurt. Come at me. And then you just get the, the like, you're go- like that fish, you might not kill it, but it's going to get killed by something else. Yeah. Like, especially in the ocean, if they catch, let's say, a marlin or something Maybe not a marlin, because marlin are fucking huge. But if they catch a fish, and then they release it, fucking, can't sharks detect a a drop of blood from a mile away? Oh, I guess we'll have to wait for another river monster. Yeah, but I I think I remember that fact. But, like, yeah, it is insane what they do with these fish, and they are just like, yeah, like, we'll catch and release. It'll be fine. It's like, I don't know that's... I don't think that's the case, fam. I don't. I think that these catch and release fishermen have a bit of unrealistic expectations of uh, survival and the the food chain. <laughs> They're more of a catch and I guess I'll release. Yeah, fishermen, yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So they arrive at their location, which is a bend in the river, and they are idling because apparently alligator gar are really sensitive to sound. And this is when they mentioned a really interesting fact about alligator gar, which is their swim bladder acts like a lung. So they actually have to rise up and kind of do a little flop in the air, right, to breathe. Like they can breathe air. So many species of fish actually have some sort of ability to breathe air. Alligator, and and usually you find this in some of the weirder branches of the fish family tree mm-hmm. um here i'll put in my fish fact for the week now okay um so they also mentioned this loosely in the episode but these are actually it's a pretty old like uh, lineage of fish alligator are included in right so there are two specific types of, of of fish one of which we are technically one of it's the lobe fin fish and the ray fin fish Right, lowfin fish includes like coelacanths, other like lungfish stuff I like love that, which is what the rest of uh, the um, like amphibians, reptiles, mammals are also technically included in. The other side is the rayfin fish, right? Okay. Um, young fish. Yes, which involves pretty much every other fish species other than like sharks and stuff. They're their own thing. Um, so that also includes alligator gar, but alligator gar. There's a couple groups of rayfin fish. One of them is about 90% of all fish species, and the others are like sturgeons and then alligator gars. Mm -hmm. So they are pretty much unrelated to everything else on the vertebrate family tree, and it's pretty cool that they get their whole episode devoted to them. And um, not only that, they are pretty damn weird looking compared to the rest of the fish species. Yeah, well they show, in the episode, they show that there are multiple different types of gar, right? And alligator gar is the biggest one, and I believe it's kind of, again, defined by this big alligator-like snout. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because they're near the surface, they're making some noise, they got that big old hunka-hunka beak going on, you know? That big bite. (laughs) (laughs) I see where they get their name. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so... They, it's really cool because they see that 
um, the alligator gar like randomly coming up for air. So, so there's clearly alligator gar in the river. And so Jeremy starts fishing with this big ass uh, hook and bait. And I just can't stop staring at his glasses. They look like they're rectangular Ray-Ban sunglasses. Like, I don't, they are wild. Have you seen, did you see them? Did you, no. Did you notice that? I did not. I'm so, maybe I'm just very, like, I'm very aware of their stylistic choices. Mm. But yeah, it was, they were aggressive. Um, they were definitely very aggressive. And so. Do you think he's trying to make a statement? I think he's trying to make a fashion statement. Mm. And if he. What's he trying to say? He was trying to say, I'm here and I'm ready to catch alligator gar. <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Very, very, very direct. Uh, but unfortunately, he was unsuccessful because all day nothing was catching. <laughs> so, so they... It's they, a bust for Bubba. It's a, bu it's a bust for Bubba. Uh, but they do show these amazing close-ups of various alligator gar throughout it as fluff. So, so this is what they tend to do when there's not necessarily a lot of very successful fishing is they, they will go fishing for, for fluff. Yeah. Yes, yes. So his fishing expedition wasn't successful, so he goes to look for help in the form of Bobby Fly, who is... Robert Flyson. It was amazing. Uh, I made that name up. It's probably, his actual name is probably Bobby. Yeah, probably. Um, and I believe his middle initial is H. Bobby H. Fly. Bobby Hecka Fly. Yeah, exactly. Bobby Hella Fly. Hella Fly. Hella Fly. Yeah. Cool, because they show his... So, so. Oh, Bobby Fly got a sizable specimen. Yes, he got a seven-foot alligator gar. Oh, that was not what you meant. But... <laughs> I will go for it. No, I didn't mean that. It was it was tough. I don't think I don't think that's what you meant. But okay. <laughs> okay, I was just copying the phrasing they used in the episode. <laughs> Jeremy Wade. Uh, I'm just saying his his voice is very, very, very soothing. Bobby Fly. No, Jeremy, Jeremy. Oh. <laughs> I, like, I could barely understand Bobby, Bobby I thought. Was he the one that, like, I could not understand? I feel like I could understand Bobby. Oh, oh, maybe it was Bubba. One of them, it was very, he had a very thick accent. I mean, Bobby definitely had an accent. Mmm. Um, but, I don't know, maybe I, I wasn't really paying attention because, again, I was just more focused on the amazingness of that name. And... I don't know where they are, but they show this massive alligator guard that Bobby caught, and uh, un it's revealed that Bobby actually got, I guess, inaugurated into the Fishing Hall of Fame, which I didn't know was a thing. Yeah, and they have this it? plaque. Yeah. He has a little plaque, and that's where you learn. I think his name is Bobby H. Fly. Mmm, yeah. Because they, yeah. had, they had to include the... But I think his name was still Bobby. <laughs> it might be Robert, but I think it was Bobby. I mean, I only assume his parents grew up, uh, like, like, birthed him out, right? And then was like, nah, he's big fish catcher Bobby. Like, yeah, yeah. With a name Bobby. like that. Yeah. And so after they show off the, the Gar trophy, they show Bobby's name, and under it is Fishing Hall of Fame. And so Jeremy asks help from the legendary Bobby, and Bobby says that there are big gar everywhere, but the fish that Bobby caught was in 1991. And this is when they start talking about how alligator gar have been targeted for a very, very long time, and they've kind of been getting this really, really bad rep. So they do, again, this bow, bow fishing for trophies, but before then, the government actually had these electrocution boats where they would literally electrocute the alligator gar to kill them. So alligator gar are actually in a lot lower numbers than they have been historically with especially these big alligator gar not being super prevalent anymore because they have been targeted for so long. Yeah, they make a big emphasis of, of highlighting how uh, unknown the alligator gar is and their attitude, uh, the alligator gar's attitude uh, to the uh, deep south's human population overall. 
And when something is unknown, they made a point to emphasize how the Deep South likes to kill <laughs> things they do not know, which does not surprise me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so so Bobby Bobby ends the conversation by saying he thinks there are still big gar everywhere, and he says if you go where I told you, you'll be fine. So Jeremy clearly got the hookup from Bobby mm, about a good spot. Yeah. But this is the point in the show where they introduced the Louisiana story about the little kids who got bit. And it, it's, it, I, we won't go into it again because it's just bizarre. And after this, Jeremy talks to Mark Spitzer. I think, is that the guy you mentioned with the, the name? Or do you, is that a weird name? I feel like that's No, weird. Mark Spitzer is the most normal name. Yeah. He's also the most normal human. Yes. Although, I, so, so the point of, of Jeremy talking to Mark Spitzer is to see if the reputation of aggression is really valid for the alligator gar. And I want to say that Mark has this, it's literally just printed out papers on the alligator gar. And it's in this, you know how like Microsoft Word has the typewriter font? Yeah. It's all in that. And I want to say, you know, I'm a graduate student. So this idea that researchers carry around a bunch of printed like material about the stuff that they research unstapled and in this typewriter font. Oh. You don't, are you saying you don't carry around all of your IRB protocol? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every maybe, day? Maybe I need to. Maybe, yeah. yeah, maybe maybe this is something I need to do. Maybe for like flow cytometry, mm -hmm. you know, talking yeah. about septic shock. Like, Be prepared. Yeah, yeah, maybe. So, but I, this is definitely some sort of prop that producers had made and told him to kind of wave around. Uh, but he says that this is his history on the alligator gar, and he says that wherever the alligator gar are, there are myths about how horrifying they are. So, just to clarify, Jeremy, Jeremy spent the first like 13 minutes of the episode making the alligator gar seem like this terrifying man-eating creature, and then he has this very, very normal man see, saying, oh, well, actually, they're, they're quite normal. So, so they're not actually the scary creatures that people make them out to be. Even though, again, Jeremy was one of those people just before. <laughs> oh, Jeremy, you get it wrong so many times. Yeah, yeah. But, but then it goes, after, after chatting to Mark, Jeremy still wants to catch the fish. This is where they power drill into the body, right? They power drill into the body? Into <laughs> the fish. <laughs> The fish. Oh, when like they the little the fish. fish. Yeah. No, oh no, they don't catch the fish yet. Oh, what? Oh. No, this is how. So I want to go into. So so. Oh, I mean, you mean when they catch the little fish? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They catch. They catch the little fish. So first they change their gear because he was using very intense gear, but all of the experts told him that alligator gar will be able to detect all of that gear so they won't bite. So he changed his gear to a much more simple one. And then he catches, yes, a three foot gar, which apparently isn't that impressive because they grow 18 inches in the first year. Yeah, they live up to 60 years, but I guess most of that uh, growth is in the first couple. Yeah, I mean, that's, I feel like with most most things, right? They grow the most when they're when they're young. Lobsters never stop growing. Yes, but the, and they can also grow up to like they can they can be like two hundred years old. Yeah, if you they just literally won't stop if you don't kill them. It's pretty crazy. It is wild. Imagine how big lobsters were like a hundred years ago. Three hundred years ago. Okay. Anyways, sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yummy. That's all I can think of is yummy, which I know is not the great reception to that. But like a lobster. turkey-sized lobster. <laughs> yeah. So, so he, they catch a three-foot alligator, alligator gar, and then Bobby, because I guess Bobby's still there. Oh, yeah. Or is, is Bobby there, or is it the other Sir guy? Fly. Or is it Bubba? 
No, 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 Bubba's gone. Uh, we, oh, eventually we'll run into Mark Malfa, who looks exactly like Bubba, but he's a bit after when they go to Athens, Texas. Yeah, 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 I do like, I do like Mark. Uh, but, but they catch this three-foot fish, and then all of a sudden, they all get a bunch of cuts. And they, they make it seem like it's because of the teeth. Mm. But they show later on in the show, spoiler alert, that actually the scales are really, really sharp. They so, got that Garagurute, what did you say? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember how the fucking... Yeah, I can, I can see if I can insert it with my amazing uh, editing skills, but I can't remember the name of it. Eh, yeah. Maybe it's not, it's fine. It's something French. Oh, Ganoin. Ganoin. They got that Ganoin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All about that Ganoin. Ganoin. Yes. So, yes. So, yeah, they, again, it's like for their narrative right now, because they're like, oh, well, maybe alligator gar are aggressive. But, again, in reality, it probably was like he got cut on the scales, but he made it seem like he got bit. So... They so then Jeremy decides that he has reconsidered this his I his perspective of Gar as a non-aggressive animal. But again, that's not necessarily fair because A the scales and B just in general, if you've caught something and it's not aware of it the fact that you're going to like keep it alive, it's going to fight. Yeah. So anything, even something that's not aggressive in the water is going to be like if, for instance, if I get caught by a serial murderer, I'm fucking fighting. Oh, please do. Yeah, but I'm not I'd gonna... I'd be so sad if you don't. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not gonna, like, punch someone on the street. <laughs> like, uh... like, you know what I mean? Like, like this idea of, like, oh, alligator gar are aggressive because they're fighting for their lives. It just seems a bit unfounded to me. And after this section is when they really start going hard onto the alligator gar roasting, you know? Like, at this point, alligator gar getting treated by Jeremy Wade and friends as typical river monsters, right? They're like, oh, these scary guys, they're ugly, you know, but they're, they might pack a punch, I guess we'll never know, you know? Like, all these stories, oh my gosh, we're so aggressive. But as we get to know, you know, and all these experts telling us, oh no, they're, they're baby, like, they don't do crap. They look scary, but in reality, they're freaking little cowards, you know, yes. is when I started to realize, you know what's something I should also keep track of? How often they insult the gar. Oh yeah? Like... So, words like dumb looking fish, like stupid, trash, ugly, bug-eyed, prehistoric, scary, simple-minded fish, all of which were used. As fish for healings, too. How many times do you think they completely destroyed this fish in terms of insulting its looks and intelligence? Fifteen. Fifteen? Um, you are a little on the low side. Twenty-one. Twenty-one, okay. Yeah. He does call it a pussycat later. Mm. So I guess my question is, did you define that as an insult or not? I did. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Very, like, if I was a gar, I'd maybe skip this episode, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You don't need that. Keep mm. your self-image intact. You know, do a little face mask. Yeah, it doesn't matter what people say about you, okay? A little snout mask. A little... <laughs> <laughs> Take care of your scales, okay? Yeah, yeah, get some nice They're hard on the outside, but you're soft on the inside. Yes. Keep it that way. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Do a little mud mask, because they're mm -hmm. in the murky water, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sticks yeah. and stones may break your bones, so don't let these words power drill into your fins. Yes, please. yes, exactly. I think that's a good advice that we can all take. Yes. Um, so after this is when, again, they talk about how the alligator gar have been destroyed in so many ways. So they go over like the, they, this is when they show the videos, the really graphic videos, Moby Dick-esque like, <laughs> shooting of the alligator gar. Oh and then they, they show- this one clip of this like old wiry looking man behind this like 16 foot alligator gar. Oh my God, and he is so unimpressed. Yeah, she's like, oh yeah, I caught this. Yes. Yeah, I just pulled it up on shore. What about it? 
yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, what you going to do about it? <laughs> yeah, he was so unenthused. But I think, and, and another thing I will say, is that photo is amazing quality for a photo from 1910. I know. It's really high def. I don't think that that's a real photo. <laughs> There's no, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I just don't know about photography in 1910, but that photo was so crisp. It was like 1080 pixels. Fly's spectacular specimen was like miniature compared to that. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly, exactly. So then they go to the Athens Aquarium and they meet with Wayne, Wayne Heaton, who is a curator for the Athens Aquarium. Oh shit, I didn't get that name down. Damn, that's a good name. Wayne Heaton. <laughs> yeah, 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 that sounds like a cowboy name to me. Mm -hmm. I feel like Wayne, I immediately associate A, a with Wayne's World, but then B mm. with like cowboys in the Wild West. I don't know why. I just married in a chunky white guy. I mean, Wild West. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so Wayne says that essentially alligator gar are much more methodical and thoughtful when it comes to catching prey, and they actually spend a lot of time deciding whether or not they want to bite. So they are not the immediately aggressive animals that people think they are. And that's kind of that's kind of it for Wayne. They have these shots of the alligator gar uh, in the tank. Beautiful shots. These beautiful shots, and this is maybe my favorite musical transition because this is when we get into Mark Malfa, mm. who is the third fishing guide for Jeremy Wade. And I have comments. Well, on the transition on Mark or Malfa. okay, okay. Well, okay. I think the first things. I believe that this is artistic. I think Mark Malfa requested this. He, it starts with this amazing uh, electrical guitar riff, yeah. and they show the boat being steered by Mark Balfa down the <laughs> river, and it just reminded me of, you know, did you watch Tiger King? I did watch Tiger King. Did you see the guy with the jet ski? Game? Which episode? But it's this, the guy with the jet ski. It's just the guy with the jet ski. He has the monkey, but oh. the intro. Oh, that guy! Yes! The guy with the harem. Doesn't he have a harem? I don't think so. I think that's the other guy. Jeff? I don't know. But oh, wait, wait, are you talking the about short, the... He's a bit shorter. The drug kingpin? I think so. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, but he gets introduced on a jet ski. <laughs> and it has this amazing music. Oh my god. And it's very clear that the producers did him dirty. Because he mm. must clearly thought he was hot shit. Right, because he does like the jet ski thing, and I think that this is exactly what happened with Mark Malfa, too, where he was like, I think it would be cool if you introed me, driving my boat down the river, with this electrical guitar riff. Yeah. <laughs> and it just is, is not the right delivery. I just don't think River Monsters is like the platform by which you want to be like, oh yeah, I'm hot shit. But yeah. People continue to do so, and I love it. It just gives me endless joy. Satisfaction. Yes. Yeah. So, so if you you clearly seem very passionate about Mark, so I'm curious no. to hear your thoughts. The Mark is an enigma. Yes. You know, they catch this big old fish. This big old. This is the female, right? That the. You know what makes it yes. almost fat for the Bechdel test, but not quite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what Jeremy makes clear about this fish is that normally alligator gar are caught in the daytime. Oh, and so yeah. he builds tension by saying, oh, it's getting dark. Like, it doesn't look like there's any hope left. Yeah, they're too scared at night, you know? Yeah. Oh, they're, they they need to go to get their beauty sleep because they're such babies. Yeah, yeah, again, the, the, the thing about them being pussy-ass bitches. I doubt that Jeremy would say that to their faces, mm. is all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, it came pretty close because the fish got on board. After a big old fight, you know, oh, Mark Malfa's pelvic thrusting the air in celebration. I, I have the phrase pelvic thrusting too. <laughs> yes, because he is, yeah, it, it was like a combo. He, yeah, or, or, or sorry, I didn't say thrusting, I said gyrating. Mm, I mean, he did a little bit of both. Yes, I think know? it was a gyrate thrust combo. Yes. Yeah. He was definitely partying up like it's 1999. Yeah, yeah, or like he's Elvis. Mm -hmm. the, the hips. Oh, he's on stage. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. His fists are pumped. He lets out a whoop. Yes. Yes. It's it was it was mesmerizing, uh, <laughs> but again, once they get the 
fish on board, they start groping and caressing it, you know, and, and, uh, and Jeremy's like, oh my god, it's, it's so gentle natured, see? It's like not even fighting back anymore. Mm-hmm. And all this other stuff. And Classic it's like, woman. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I have to say that. His yeah. head is too dumb and inflexible to eat a human limb. Oh, well, this is this is the ultimate kicker because again, they spent the whole the whole episode sending it up being like our our alligator gar to able to eat or attack humans. And then only at this point, which is like at, at least 35 minutes in, do they mention that alligator gar like their faces can't even open up enough. Yes. To- and they, they they only eat what they can fit in their mouths. Yeah. So they, because they can't chew, guys. They can't <laughs> chew. They can't chew. They only swallow. Yeah. So, like, there's no way that they can attack humans. So, so yeah, and, and the way that their jaw and mouth are structured, they can't even fit a, a limb in there. <laughs> yeah. So this is, like, 35 minutes into the show, and... Any tension there is about the alligator guard attacking humans is proven completely unfounded. Mm-hmm. And they take this photo uh, with the alligator guard before they let it go. And you can tell again that Mark is completely ecstatic. He's so fucking stoked. Uh, and they come to the conclusion that the gar is not liable for these attacks. No. And again, essentially they solve the mystery which they could have solved in like a five minute phone call to really any of the people that they interviewed <laughs> but then they stretched it out into and like a 45 minute episode but they need to make it longer because you know what they need they need a culprit and so they look for other potential things and my then they do an ad break and <laughs> there's the, there's that very notable build tension yeah and so now that all of this data is presented Jeremy decides to uh, bring a metaphor in mm. and he says now it's time for the jury to make a verdict oh my god I wrote that too okay <laughs> because did you imagine a little jury of fish no I didn't oh because I was I imagining like a, a fish frog. like flopping in a courtroom just on the table and, and, and the judge is like order order like the Amanda show with the dancing lobsters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you remember that? No. What? What? The Amanda show? I never watched the Amanda show. <gasps> Amanda Bynes had I a Nickelodeon. Okay. She had an it was a Nickelodeon TV show. A lot of people are on it that you might like Drake Bell, who's no yikes. But like a lot of a lot of a lot of kids. It was I think it was kind of designed to be like SNL for little kids. But they had a they had a Judge Judy knockoff on Did it. They actually? Yes. And they had dancing, it was like, it was, Amanda was Judge Judy, okay. and, and they would, you know, whatever with the gavel, bang the gavel, and then she'd be like, bring the dancing lobsters in, and then they, they would dance. <laughs> I can't believe you don't, that was such oh a formative gosh, part. Oh my that's amazing. Yeah, um, yeah so, so it reminded me of that, and, and again, jury is normally a jury of peers, so I imagine like, one juror is an alligator, the other is a piranha, <laughs> the other one's maybe some sort of catfish. Like, just a jury of, of oh, fellow yeah. fish, you know? Uh, but I'm a fucking dumbass, so I don't think anyone else thought <laughs> just that. just imagine a bunch of people, like, convicting a fish and just throwing it in a prison without water, you know? And people, and it's just, like, flopping around in the prison cell, like, all sad. I know. Yeah, Maybe a little bit sad. more realistic. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we do imprison fish regularly. We just call it aquariums. Yeah. It's like ethical in the sense that they're not eaten, but still not. <laughs> yeah, they're not eaten, but they're still they're not trapped. Free. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, and so... Gary Soros? Yes, this is Gary. So so Jeremy says that it is very likely that all the cases of alligator guard attacking people are actually alligators. So it, it flashes to Jeremy... And it's wild because it's like, <laughs> there's Jeremy, and then behind him and by his shoulder is like an alligator, and the alligator's fucking cheesing. Did you see that? No. Like, it's like smiling. Because <laughs> it's, it's posing for the picture. It's definitely posing. It was kind of insane how well, it was like, 
<laughs> like truly like cheesing. Ear to ear. Ear or to ear. Or hole to hole. I don't know what they got instead of ears. Whoa. No, I don't. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's ear funny. hole to ear hole. <laughs> ear hole. Do they have ear holes? Uh, they got some. They don't have ears. So, th- but they definitely have holes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to flag this podcast. <laughs> yes, and so again, Jeremy is very close to this alligator, and as soon as it moves, you can very much tell that Jeremy is very nervous about it, and he's very uncomfortable. It's very clear that the producers are making him do this, but they, they, they then. Sh- it's okay because who saves the day but Gary? Uh, and did you did you have a last name for him? Because I just thought it was Gary. Gary Sorridge or Sorridge Soros? Okay, George Soros. Soros. <laughs> I don't know, something like that. <laughs> Gary Soros. Um, yeah. Uh, so he is a worker, and it's revealed that they're at an alligator park, and he's just touching the alligators' noses, like giving them little boops on the nose, like I do with my cat. Uh, and I'm just like, goddamn, Gary, one of these days you're gonna get your arm decapitated. Yeah. Like you. you Wait, decapitated. Yes, exactly. You can get. I thought you can only, if you're decapitated, your cap goes it's, off. Yeah, your head, but he would get his arm decapitated. I don't know how, but it would happen. Oh. Alli- <laughs> well, alligators do that fucking death roll thing. So I can see, or is it... Isn't that just getting your arm ripped is off? Is it crocodiles? Well, I'm imagining... Alligators do the same thing. Yeah, well, you can get your arm ripped off, and then I imagine that alligators are so strong that the force also decapitates people. Oh, yes, certainly. It's like a double whammy. Oh, I see. You see? So your head comes off with your arm. Yeah, exactly. So, um... Of course, who would have thunk it? Alligators are the actual culprits. Yes, and so Jeremy made an hour episode where he uh, is actively fishing uh, and traveling to the south and talking to all these people. And a majority of the time is just spent, again, talking to people, going to aquariums... (laughs) And like not fishing, yeah. because ultimately he only catches two fish. We did meet some rad people though. Yeah, exactly, and that that you know the thing about the journey. But if I was not introduced to Bobby Fly, my life would have never been the same. I really hope that Bobby Fly is alive and well. I I'm sure really he love is. It. I hope he's thriving. He's thriving, you know. Yeah. With his big specimen. Yeah. Um, but takeaways. <laughs> well, there's one. Part that we need to talk about in the last. Oh my god! Yes. Fucking, he gets in a tank filled with no. He gets in like a river or like a. No, pond. I think it's like an aquarium, but it's meant to simulate. Oh. It's meant to simulate like the real environment. Oh, he's back in Athens. Yeah, probably. I think he's. I think it's probably in Athens or maybe some sort of like Audubon society. Oh, I I'll know it, like I lived by wetlands growing up and they mm. had we had a lot of Autobahn societies that would do that kind mm. of shit. So but he essentially finishes off by going into a tank full of alligator gar just to prove his point. And and they don't attack him and he's just vibing and he like goes to pet he like goes yeah. to a little stroke. I literally wrote down he goes to cop a fuel. No, yeah. he wants he, he 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 wants a fondle a little bit, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little playful, you know, a little, little caress, mm-hmm. a little stroke. A little stroke. And then he pops out of the water in his snorkel, and he, like, blows out a bunch of water from his little snorkel, and then he says that it's time for us to understand the alligator gar in its entirety. Just, like, his Avengers Assemble moment. Mm, yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, uh, again, this was a wild ride. But the wildest. It, it, it goes again. My favorite episodes are the ones like these where there's not necessarily the fishing was clearly not successful. <laughs> so he has they have to add a bunch of fluff to it. Mm, I don't know. Mark Malfa pulled pulled through. Yeah, yeah, but I mean that's classic Mark. You know, Mark. <laughs> Mark. Oh yeah, Mark. I yeah. forgot. Like he always pulls through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He he did a great job. Um, and and who knows maybe they use Bobby's spot. Mm, yeah. But yeah. fucking Bubba. Come on, Bubba, get your shit together. Yeah, I think that if that's if there's anything that we've learned from this, it's never trust Bubba. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, let's see. Any other takeaways? 
Any any other takeaways? Again, amazing names in the South. Fantastic. Fantastic, amazing names. Alligator gar are pretty harmless. Harmless. Yeah, unless maybe maybe if they like jump in your boat. Yeah, but you're probably just gonna get scraped and bleed from that instead. Of yeah, don't pet jump. them. They're mm-hmm. not cuddly. Mm-hmm. You will bleed. Yeah, you don't need to grope them. They probably won't consent anyways. Yeah, exactly. And, that, and honestly, that might be the biggest takeaway. Is mm-hmm. like, it, respect them. respect and consent. Like, yeah, don't if you're gonna Even fucking. They're baby. Yeah, and don't shoot them with things and make them all bloody. No. And then release them. <laughs> Stop drilling into their backs. Yeah. Fish, men, fishermen. Men. men. Yeah. It's, it's men. All men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could just do a little ankle bracelet. Mm. A little flipper, act, like whatever fin. Yeah, like they do with the sharks. Yeah. 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 I think that's my biggest, my biggest. Or just boy. leave them alone. I mean, I feel like it's important to document, like, if there's declining levels of certain fish. Yeah. I think it's, it is important to kind of track and monitor them to make sure that they're not going extinct. Yeah. But at the same time, the reason they're going extinct is because we literally shock them with electric wavelengths mm-hmm. so that they would die by hundreds. So, you know, maybe, yeah, actually, I know... Take my takeaways are going on a bit of a tangent. That's also just another thing. It's like humans, we we're not good. <laughs> I think we're going to see this in pretty much every episode from now on. Yeah. Which is going to be both enlightening, but also <laughs> like uh, mind numbing. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, how good do you think alligator gar would taste? I don't think really good. It probably tastes like alligator. Yeah, right? And doesn't alligator taste like like chicken? Alligator, I heard, or alligator is like tough. Yeah, but I heard it was like tough chicken. Actually, I've had alligator. Yeah? Yeah, I had gator bites. I went to... Big gator bites? (laughs) So my, my, my ex, we went to visit his grandparents and, uh, they live in middle of nowhere, Florida. And so we had gator bites at this place called Crackers. I'm not making that up. It was this place called Crackers. I don't think you can see that on air. I'm very white. So I I feel like I'm I'm fine with that. But it was so but the the place was so hopping on a Thursday night. We had to go to this other place beforehand for appetizers. And we looked up the Yelp for it. It was like this, whatever, seafood place. And the Yelp review was literally like, I wish you guys would hire older waitresses so I wouldn't feel bad about objectifying them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, crackers. Yeah. Oh, that's not Crackers. That's a separate place. Um, oh. That was across the road from Crackers, just oh. so you know the vibe of that place. But yeah, I I mean, it was fine. I, I understand, like, eating what's around you. So, like, I'm not going to fucking shame people for eating gator bites. Like, they were fine. I, I just, I, I don't know. Meat is meat. Meat is meat. Meat is meat. Would you eat kangaroo meat? I know that they're kind of like the deer of Australia. Yeah. I think if I grew up in Australia, I wouldn't like like think. Although I will say I don't like I don't want to eat deer. Neither do I. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't think I I think I would and be fine with it if I didn't know what it was. And I mean like if there was no other option, I would. But like, whatever. If I had to rank alligator gar on a scale from one to ten. Like in terms of edibility, I'd say maybe about a three, which yeah. is which is not terrible. Probably not the lowest we're gonna see throughout the course of the show, but certainly not first on my list. Is this a new portion that we're gonna be adding? Yes. Where okay, where we we rank the edibility of the fish. Okay, that sounds good. Sweet. Well then, I don't have any takeaways. I covered that one. All right. Oh, feet count. Four. Oh, feet count. Okay, okay. Only four. Just Only the flashback. Four. Okay. Yeah. Shame. That's They were nothing. wearing shoes. There were like four in like 
a minute in the Piranha episode. I know. It was crazy. I had over 30. So sad. Yeah. Maybe next week when Maybe, we cover yes. the Wells catfish. Yes. Catfish. Catfish. I do love catfish. I have to check. This might be... I don't think this is the one Brandon wants to be on. He wants to be on a catfish episode. Oh, it's the last one that mm, he wants Red to tail? be on. No, the last one of the first season. Oh, I got you. Got yeah, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. Uh, the, the Goliath Tigerfish. Ooh, okay. okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, anyways, if you'd like to hear that, <laughs> please, please, uh, you know, continue, continue listening. Yeah. And we'll see you in Germany next week. Yes. All right. Goodbye. Bye.